Get ready, because you're about to get sucked in. Welcome to Down the Black Hole. I'm your host, Coeli, and I'm a starseed who's obsessed with everything cosmic, energy, and otherworldly as it relates to our 3D reality. I consider myself a modern-day philosopher because I love to think. My mind is open to pondering endless possibilities, and as you go down the black hole with me, I hope to expand your mind too. This episode is going to be about elevating our vibration and sort of the cycles and themes that come along with that. As we move further into the age of Aquarius and more of the 4D energy that's entering our world, a lot of the planets and the star system are aligning in a sort of way that is going to set our souls free. And these alignments are also helping us find what lights us up inside. If we choose to flow with this energy, we're able to level up in a way that we wouldn't normally be able to level up just using our own intention. So this energy is very potent and it's really amazing to work with right now. I've been working with it a lot myself and I think a lot of other people who don't necessarily follow astrology or how the planets are interacting um, can also be subconsciously kind of flowing with this energy. You don't necessarily have to consciously flow with it. So that's pretty interesting. As we elevate our vibration, things that no longer align with us will naturally fall away. It's like there's no room for certain things anymore or certain things feel too heavy to continue on with. Because we only have so much room in our lives for so many things, um, as we increase our vibration, we go through a period of deconstruction before a reconstruction period. And during the deconstruction period, we're essentially cleaning out the old to make room for the new. The way I like to think about this is like the remodeling of a house. So we're keeping the foundation and possibly also the framework of the house, but everything else is getting gutted before the remodeling. During the deconstruction phase, we are gutting the house. There are two major processes that happen um, during the deconstruction phase, and then there is another minor one that kind of bridges the gap between the deconstruction phase and the reconstruction phase. The first process in deconstruction is evaluating. So this is the moment where we ask ourselves, do I want this thing in my life still? Or is this still serving a positive role in my life? We're essentially taking stock of everything um, that exists in our lives, especially things that kind of feel burdensome or very heavy and not really what we want for our future. This is also a time where we may seek guidance from a higher source. So God, spirit, our higher self, however. And this is also a time where we could just be leaning on our intuition to determine what stays or goes because everything holds a vibration and when everything holds a vibration we can kind of determine is this aligned with what I'm feeling or what I want to vibrate with or is this not aligned with what I want to vibrate with but the basis of everything that is occurring in the evaluation period is really looking at the future and what your future self wants or would want or what you currently want for your future 
more logical thinkers may start creating lists of everything in their life that they're thinking of giving up and kind of maybe rating those things based on usefulness, purpose, um, necessity, or just general positivity that those things bring into their lives. And they may decide if the number doesn't match up to a certain level that they may just decide to cut those things from their lives. Aside from the examples I've given, there are definitely more ways to evaluate the things in our lives. So don't think you're just limited to what I've presented here because we're all unique and we all have different ways of kind of looking at things and determining, um, you know, yes or no, or this or that. So in that case, you may approach the evaluation period differently. And this period of time um, of evaluating things cannot necessarily be fun or even something that most people want to indulge in. It could potentially be something that a lot of people have resistance towards because of the resistance towards change and and the ego wanting to keep everything staying the same. So this may be something that a lot of people will avoid for quite a while until maybe life kind of smacks them around and makes them realize, holy shit, I have to make a change. We're also not just evaluating our materialistic or physical um, items in our lives. We're also taking stock of the internal things, our habits, our thought processes, our belief systems. So those are also things that can be um, put under a microscope during an evaluation period. The ultimate goal here, though, is to determine what is being let go. The ultimate goal of any evaluation period is just determining what is going to be released. Following evaluation is the releasing period. So this is a time when we are expected to fully let go of the things that are out of alignment with our current reality or our future reality. Our focus for the releasing process is to clear space in our life, our soul, and our hearts. A lot of the time we can be releasing energetic baggage. So old mentalities, bad habits, old emotions, old pain. We are opening up and we're clearing that out to make room for new to enter. A really important aspect of the releasing process is making sure that we let go fully with love and appreciation because we don't want to release something physically from our reality or energetically from our being only to end up carrying resentment or other residual energies into the reconstruction phase. We want to make sure that we're releasing the old shit so that we have an opportunity to fully create a huge amount of space to bring in new. The releasing process is a lot easier said than done. There's a huge amount of energy needed to clear out the old and fully release what is no longer serving us. And we have to do this through the eyes of love and appreciation for the times and the experiences that we had, even if they weren't so great. We are also confronting and fully face-to-face with things that have upset us, whether that's they've made us sad or angry or what have you. And that can bring up all of that internal emotions that we've been holding in for a really long time. But it's really necessary that we do confront these things so that we can allow it to leave 
our essence and and our souls and our hearts so that we can create a new reality. During the releasing phase, introspection and meditation are going to be the main highlights of the tools that you're going to use to get you through this process, as well as conscious breathing. Conscious breathing is really, really important for those moments that you're going through this cycle, but you might be ingrained in everyday mundane tasks such as work or or dishes or laundry and things like that and these things start to come up from your past conscious breathing is the most important component of releasing when you're not able to escape your current reality because when you start the process of releasing there's times that you go through where these unconscious things that we're making conscious will come up at inopportune moments And that's when conscious breathing is going to be your most effective tool. Releasing is by far the hardest process in the decon and recon phases. When we go through the process of releasing, we are examining and almost reliving the experiences that we've gone through. And we have to look at them through the eyes of love in order to fully accept that that's where we've been and that this is no longer our reality and to be able to fully let it go in love and goodbyes are not always easy a lot of goodbyes are very painful we should be mindful at this time to constantly remind ourselves that what we are re-experiencing our past and our pain it's not our current reality and we are in a safe space away from that energy and we are moving completely away from it but the reason that we are bringing it up is so that it can be fully released and let go out of our energetic body however this is a lot easier said than done which is why it's a really good thing to put yourself in a mind space where you're constantly reminding yourself that that is no longer your reality Now we're going to talk about the topic of rejection, which is a huge component in the journey of elevation and growth. There is a huge spiritual significance tied to rejection, and I'm really excited to get into this because not a lot of people understand that significance, and I'd like to kind of shed some light on that. Rejection doesn't necessarily fall in the category of either deconstruction or reconstruction, But it does happen as a natural byproduct um, of elevating. And it's kind of like the bridge between the two phases because it can happen in both. Although it usually happens more often in the reconstruction phase. And I'm going to expand upon this in just a moment. The reason there's such a spiritual significance tied to rejection is because rejection comes out as a result of refining authentic energy and it works on the principle that like attracts like for example when you're being rejected from something that is your vibration being repelled by the vibration of whatever it is that you were trying to seek out and spirit is essentially giving you protection and it's also aligning you more with something that has to do with your vibration even though it can seem like kind of superficially insulting. We have to come to understand that rejection is spirit's way of redirecting us 
Um, it's a realignment to what is meant for us. And it can also act as a spiritual protection in the sense of you avoiding sort of circumstances or situations that may have been really bad for your spirit or your soul. And as you're elevating upon the journey, that's not part of your growth. Like that situation or that, that experience that you're being rejected from is not part of any soul lesson that you have to learn. And as we come to understand rejection as more of like a redirection in our lives, we should also be kind of cultivating this non-attachment mentality, meaning we're not really attached to an outcome of something because in the end, we know that whatever is meant for us is going to be attracted to us naturally as we elevate our vibration. Pause to ponder. I want you to think back to a time when you insisted upon a certain outcome in a situation and maybe it wasn't necessarily you but I would say more like your ego insisted upon a certain outcome in a situation and you felt like it was going to be the end of the world if you didn't get that specific outcome but then you didn't get that outcome and because you didn't get that outcome you suffered very greatly emotionally now I want you to look back at that same situation and ask yourself, if where you are now in life, do you see why or maybe are you happy that things didn't work out the way you once wanted them to? Because we're not always able to see the bigger picture in the smaller moments of life. Did you get something better than you were bargaining for in the long run? Are you happier? Than you would have been? Please take some time to reflect on this concept. From our limited human perspective, we're usually not able to see the bigger picture, but spirit has a plan. Spirit always has a plan, and that plan is always blessings or elevation. Spirit wants to make sure that you always win. Your blessings are comprised of good times, abundance, happiness, just the best time of your life. And elevation is typically comprised of pain and lessons necessary for growth. But elevation has to precede our blessings because we cannot receive any blessings without elevating our vibration. More blessings require a higher elevation. More blessings require more elevation? But what about the rude and cruel people that are materially blessed? Why is that? They've elevated their mentality, but not their spirit. We have to remember that you can elevate parts of yourself, but not the whole. When I speak of elevation, though, I'm talking about the whole in general. And some people tend to focus on just one area. So those that are materially blessed, they've elevated their mentality to believe that they're worthy of money. And we have to remember that money is a tool, a neutral tool, that can be used by all who believe that they are worthy of it. Which is why, even though they haven't elevated their spirits to be open and loving and kind and deserving of other blessings, their mentality has elevated to such a degree where they believe that they are worthy of the material possessions which they have. And not all blessings are material either. 
There are a ton of non-material blessings like creativity or creative expression, kindness, alignment, being in the right place in the right time, or new mentality and new habits. Those are all blessings that can come into our lives that are not of material value. So when we're going through these cycles of elevation, going through pain and lessons that are necessary for our, our overall growth, our soul's growth, spirit knows exactly what is meant for us. And it's really only the ego that feels like it's getting punched. But why does rejection hurt so much? There's a biology behind rejection. And in the field of neuroscience, MRIs are showing that the same parts of our brain responsible for physical pain are activated when we face rejection. This is why rejection is so hard to recover from quickly, especially given the fact that rejection is also associated with a lot of different emotions that are hard to process. We have anger, jealousy, depression and sadness, anxiety, loneliness. And if we're experiencing all those emotions at once, that's a really bad cocktail of emotions. Processing through this cocktail is going to take a lot of energy. And at the same time, while we're feeling all these different kind of down emotions, we also lack motivation. So a lot of the times we'll either just suppress or, or repress like what we're feeling and just kind of to be able to get through the day. Not only is rejection hard to navigate, but there's so many different avenues in which we can be rejected. You have familial rejection, so mom, dad, any other family member that you want their approval. We have social rejection, so friends and not getting invited or being allowed into certain social groups. We have career rejection, so not getting the job that we applied for or wanted or interviewed for or getting rejected from a university that we really wanted to go to. And then there's also probably the most intense one is just romantic rejection. So breakups and, and love interests that didn't pan out the way that we expected them to. And our fear of rejection can cause us to tailor our behavior, our likes and dislikes to what's socially acceptable or to what's acceptable to who we're around or what we're going after. And this causes us to fall out of alignment when we're not showing up authentically. And the problem with tailoring our behaviors to what's considered acceptable based on who's around us or what's expected of us in a certain situation is that we aren't vibrating with a true alignment of who we are. And so we're accepting situations and circumstances that are not necessarily meant for us. So we are kind of just going with the flow a little too much in the sense that we're are attracting a life that we don't necessarily want. We're not living authentically and therefore we're not able to attract an authentic lifestyle. Pause to ponder. What would our life look like if we didn't live in fear of rejection? How many opportunities are we missing out on due to fear of rejection? In what ways do we tailor our behavior to those around us or to specific situations that we encounter. Please take a few moments to think through the questions I've presented to you. The reason that rejection is the bridge between the deconstruction and the reconstruction phases is because during the deconstruction phase, 
We are using rejection to our advantage. We are deciding what stays and what goes, and we are pushing out everything that we don't want. Now in the reconstruction phase, rejection usually is what hits us. And the reason that rejection happens to us during the reconstruction phase is because we are being pushed away from anything and anyone that is not of the same or a similar vibration to ours. We've made the declaration that we want to attract only those things of a similar quality to ourselves and the world is presenting that to us. Therefore, we're more likely to experience um, being rejected during the reconstruction phase for this reason. During the reconstruction phase, we are carefully choosing or aligning with similar energies. And this is from a place of radical authenticity. We are redesigning ourselves and our lives. We are rebuilding the house. We are living in alignment. And many experiences of rejection as energy is going to elevate us. It's going to help us to align more with what's meant for us. Because we have new habits and new mentalities and a completely new vibration, therefore we are attracting a more authentic and a brand new life. We did a lot of healing work in the deconstruction phase and we are now reaping the rewards of all of that effort that we put in to elevate our soul and elevate our lives and our vibration so that we can attract and truly enjoy the blessings that are coming in. We are never eternally in one phase or the other, though it's more likely that we'll spend a lot more time in the deconstruction phase rather than the reconstruction phase because the reconstruction phase is all about just simply aligning to what's meant for us, whereas the deconstruction phase is where we put in all the work and all the effort and we're clearing out all that clutter. It can take a lot of energy and a lot of time. As we go through life, we're going to move in the cycles of deconstruction and reconstruction as we continue the journey of elevation and each new level is going to have us evaluating if certain things still belong in our lives or not. And rejection is a completely natural part of these deconstruction and reconstruction cycles of our life. So it's really important that we learn to navigate through these experiences. Making peace with rejection is key. One of the ways that I've been able to make peace with rejection is asking myself, do I want what everyone else has? Do I want something basic? Or do I want something special, something that's aligned truly with me, that's meant for me? And when I think in those terms, I don't get offended by rejection anymore because I'm like, okay, well, that wasn't meant for me. So I'm going to release that and I'm going to look forward to whatever blessing that spirit is trying to bring into my life because naturally I'm aligning with what's meant for me. So I have a blessing always on the way. And I promise you, if you can cultivate that or a similar mentality into your life, you will definitely flourish through these cycles of deconstruction and reconstruction on your journey of elevation. Thank you so much for joining me down the black hole. I hope your mind was expanded and that you're able to see the world through a new lens. If you enjoyed your journey down the black hole, please subscribe to my channel. And if you want more content, you can follow me on Instagram at starseed.coeli. In the meantime, keep your mind open. The universe is full of endless possibilities.